Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. For anyone paying attention to efforts to privatize St. Louis Lambert International Airport, the last week brought two big bombshells. First, the initiative set for St. Louis city ballots this November is dead. Backers once hoped to persuade city voters to force the mayor to lease the airport to a private company. They earned a spot on the ballot. Well, they withdrew without fanfare one week ago today. And second, two of the major entities behind the push to privatize St. Louis's airport are parting ways. Political consultant Travis Brown has worked for conservative billionaire Rex Sinkfield for 14 years. In a terse statement yesterday, Sinkfield's team announced that Brown and his firm Palapidus no longer represent Sinkfield. For political watchers, each announcement was huge news. Together, they're practically seismic. And joining me today to talk about what happened and why is St. Louis Business Journal Economic Development Editor Jacob Kern. So, Jacob, welcome back to the show. Hey, Sarah. So let's start with the news from yesterday. And this is the split between Travis Brown and Rex Singfield. How big a deal is this for Missouri politics? I think it's a pretty big deal when you consider that Rex is you know, uh, a mega donor for Missouri, and the fact that he's been involved in, you name kind of a big initiative in the St. Louis region, and he's kind of been behind it. It's kind of been this um, one-man show in that regard. If you think of uh, most recently airport, better together, um, local control of police, uh, all these things. And for 14 years, um, Travis and different players associated with Palapidus have been working on all of that and um, strategizing, I would think, in terms of trying to do these things. Earnings tax would be another one. I was going to say, the earnings tax, um, along with airport privatization, these both ended up being unsuccessful. Is there anything you can point to where this, this team of Sinkfield and Brown scored a big win, not just spent a lot of money in the process? Well, um, I think that um, local control of police was Mm -hmm. something that Palapidus was involved in. I know Nancy Rice actually ran that, um, uh, a former Vince Shamel staffer who was also at Palapidus. But you're right to point out, interestingly, that there haven't been a lot of wins. I mean, Rex also gives to many candidates, both Republican and Democratic, through all sorts of entities. But if you think of the major initiatives they all seem to kind of go down in flames. And, you know, part of it, you have this person who uh, lives in the Central West End as part of the city. Many of these initiatives involve the city, but the sort of voting makeup of the city wouldn't seem to mesh particularly well with many of these things. Mm-hmm. Rex Singfield is a city voter, but in, in many ways he's kind of out of step with his neighbors. Yeah, I mean, just look at the results. Uh, Every five years, the city voters have to vote on the earnings tax. And I think in this last time, it passed uh, even more overwhelmingly than uh, the five years before. Hmm. Um, And 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 interestingly, on the airport, we kind of did a story talking about with this August progressive wave you saw with Cory Bush, with Tashara Jones just overwhelmingly winning. Um, These were anti-privatization type people. It was hard to really see how there was some sort of path on a city November ballot to pass this. 
I think that's a and great that's, point. That, that's what political scientists said. You know, go ahead. Yeah, you you wrote that story right after the primary election in early August, and you suggested, hey, based on the political landscape, airport privatization could be in some trouble this November. At the time, you quoted uh, backers of this effort, I believe Adolphus Pruitt, the head of the local NAACP. He said they were charging forward. What changed from that conversation with him to what we found out last week that they were pulling this off the ballot? I don't know for sure, but I have to guess that since uh, Rex was a, um, and they openly admitted, hey, we're going to be relying on him to mount this um, aggressive campaign, which you would think would be required to um, convince people of this. What conclusion can you reach except that this person didn't want to throw money at that mm-hmm. um, and obviously lost confidence, I would think, in the people who um we're running these initiatives. Um, I'm not sure what other conclusion you can really reach. That timing is really interesting. We know now, based on this statement that that you and, and the St. Louis Business Journal reported on yesterday, uh, Sinkfield is saying he officially ended his relationship with Travis Brown and Palapitas on September 1st. That's one day before they announced they were pulling the plug on airport privatization. It seems like that that's what doomed this thing. Yet at the time, they were saying, oh, we have to do this because of the pandemic. Do you think that was just a, a, an excuse that made sense, but maybe not what was really going on? behind the scenes now that we know what we know. My understanding is that Travis wanted to move forward with airport um, and that uh, maybe Rex and some of the others involved looked at the, um, the airline airport landscape, which is not necessarily favorable right now. Although we're about to run a story that says Lambert with its flights and traffic has done better um, because of Southwest. But I think maybe there was a little bit of a rift there um, in terms of saying, hey, the valuation of this is probably depressed. I'm not sure that you could really make a case that it's not. Um, And maybe we shouldn't be pushing forward on this. You could also come to the conclusion that whoever was sort of waiting in the wings to make the $1.7 billion bid, and I think it's pretty obvious that there was someone, Mm -hmm. um, that they said, hey, Based on the spreadsheet, the numbers, what's going on, we're not going to do it. You know, we're not going to bid it. Hmm. I think that that makes sense, that whoever this bidder was, um, I know there's a lot of suspicions of who it might have been. Somebody wanted privatization to move forward, but maybe they realized it was bad timing and and that could have been the problem. One of the other problems that that people have pointed to is that Travis Brown was dealing with some some trouble in his personal life. He had a divorce and that led to a legal battle with his ex-wife over control of the company. Um, And that had recently been the subject of some columns by Tony Messenger delving into just sort of some of this ugly back and forth. Do you think that would have been a factor at all in Rex Singfield deciding to part ways with Travis Brown? I don't know. I mean, Travis was in control, and I think there are disputes like that all the time. Um, you know, when people aren't in control, they allege fraud, and then they allege fraud the other way. Um, you know, so I, I don't I don't know how important that was. A couple of things that I do think were interesting, though, uh, outside of that, you saw Pelopidus, um getting involved in Medicaid expansion against Medicaid expansion, and of course that passed also in August. Mm-hmm. And you've seen Rex giving lots of money, millions of dollars to SLU. You know, SLU just um, 
finish that new hospital, certainly they would be a beneficiary of Medicaid expansion, you'd have to think. Mm-hmm. Um, so there might have been something else, you know. That's interesting that maybe this this battle that Pilopidas fought was not a battle that ultimately um, was was aligned with what else Rexingfield is working on, is, is your theory. Well, and also you have to keep in mind, because people sort of with this boogeyman Rex narrative uh, over the years have lockstep one and the same made Pilopidas equal Rex, when really that's not the case. I mean, um, it I don't know about recently, but I mean, over the years, it's had, it certainly has had other clients. So you have to think that not every decision it was making or getting involved in was 100% Rex's outlook or theory on things. Hmm. So on the subject of Pilopidus going forward, you reported yesterday, again, in the St. Louis Business Journal, that, that Travis Brown, uh, the owner of that company, he told staffers in an email that he was exploring, quote, wind-down procedures, furloughs, layoffs, and our next steps. As you say, Pilopidus wasn't just Rex Singfield, but now that Rex Singfield has terminated his relationship, is this the end of Pilopidus? Well, it's pre- well, I don't know the answer to that, but it's pretty obvious that it was a major client, right? And I'm not um, telling you that that wasn't the case. I think one thing that's going to be really interesting to watch, and even I saw Claire McCaskill, of all people, uh, the former senator, weighing in on this, and it's, it's sort of common knowledge. Many, many consultant lobbying types have uh, or had contracts with Rex. A lot of people, you know, if they want to say it in a derisive way, are, quote, feeding at the trough. Mm-hmm. So even if we've seen this one cut off, it's sort of, you know, is everyone else? Uh, Nancy Rice, who led Better Together and was a, is at Pilopidus? Um Jeff Rainford has been associated with some of this activity. What happens to some of these people? Yeah. Is Sinkfield pulling the plug on political involvement or is he just pulling the plug on this firm? I, I think that's a great question. It sounds like there's no quick answer to that just yet. Well, and it'll be really interesting uh, if he wants to stay involved in a big way and wants to continue to employ people, who gets the work, right? Um, who can make the case, hey, I can do better than a loss every time? And is it sort of a changing of the guard of those people? Wait, that's a really good question. And I think the other question that I'm very intrigued by is the question of airport privatization. We know that this ballot initiative is not going forward this November. But I remember the last time that the mayor pulled this and she said that she was closing out airport privatization. And I said, oh, this is dead. I remember you were kind of skeptical at the time. You had a sense this was going to come back. Do you have that same sense today? Um, I don't know. And I also don't remember what I said back then. But um, it could. I mean, I think if if there were a mayor who wanted to take it up through the administration and not have to have it go through a charter vote, which requires 60 percent, mm-hmm. um, that might make it easier. To me, what's really interesting, because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of sort of celebration now on, oh, we've defeated this big bad thing. Well, okay, and, and if these progressives have won, I want to turn to them and say, what's your plan? Because, um, you know, the airport, in terms of its operations, I think you have to say done a good job in terms of keeping um, destinations up, flights up. 
But there's no question. I mean, there was just a Wall Street Journal um, survey not too long ago. It does not rank well in terms of the facilities compared to the, you know, its peer medium hubs. I mean, anybody who's traveled around, you've gone to the Portland airport, which is a, a similar size in terms of traffic and, you know, considered in hub status, it looks like a spaceship. Mm-hmm. Lambert Airport Lambert Airport does not. So, and, and the airport is working on a master plan, but that's not, you know, in conjunction with the city and with the FAA, and I think that's maybe due in another year. But... What I really want to hear from these people, I mean, is this status quo okay? Um, and I think that really has not been addressed. I think that's a great question. Is the status quo okay at St. Louis Lambert International Airport? And you know what? I think this is something we should devote a future show to because uh, now that privatization is off the table, it's not a quick yes or no answer. There's a lot of questions about the future of this airport and what makes sense What makes sense post-pandemic. So, Jacob Kern, you've raised some great questions here today, and I want to thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks. Have a good one. And Jacob, again, is the economic development editor for the St. Louis Business Journal. Had a good scoop the other day um, about the split between Travis Brown and Rex Sinkfield. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.